Antics Network is proudly sponsored by Jinx and ShinyPrince.com. Visit GeekyAntics.net forward slash Jinx and GeekyAntics.net forward slash ShinyPrince to help support our network and get connected to some pretty awesome products. Now, if you don't know, Jinx is the number one source, as far as I'm concerned, for geek and gamer apparel. Full disclosure, I know uh, Sean G, when uh, Jinx was just starting out, so I'm a little partial, I'm a little biased, but they've been doing their thing since 1999. So you want geek and gamer apparel, Jinx is the way to go. And of course, ShinyPrints.com, we've been talking a lot about this. This is where you want to go to get luxury prints of your favorite collages, photos, art pieces, whatever you got. Don't, don't print it on paper. Don't print it on canvas. Metal prints. That's, that's, the, that's the way the real pimps, the players, the, the non-noobs do it. You can even design your own collages on the site now on ShinyPrints.com. And for a full list of our sponsors, including our featured advertisers, product offers, patrons, etc., etc., visit geekyants.net forward slash sponsors. And our Hall of Heroes is a way of promoting things and people that we truly love. Check it out, and we'll see you on geekyants.net and uh, our many, many great shows. Peace. Welcome back to Geeks, Gamers, Ninjas, Robot. It's Horseplay Live! Today is Thursday, August 13th, 2015. This episode 87, titled the one where we hump the NES, of course. We like our humping days. <laughs> yeah! But before we get into all the fun ahead, guys. <laughs> Mini me, we do not hump the freaking lasers. Sorry. Before we get into all the excitement ahead in this show, guys, I am joined by everyone's favorite bear lizard, filthy hardcore casual, Mr. Yogi Zilla himself. What's up, big guy? Oh my god! Sorry. I'm really excited to be back on real internet, well... About fucking time. As real as Comcast could be considered. Yeah. They pissed me off, so I just, after a while, I, was like, I just lost my fight. I was like, ugh, fuck you, Comcast. You win for now. I don't want to deal with you. But, uh, but, you know, we're back We're back in, in the mix. And, uh, that's all that matters. We're back in the saddle again. So, so much catching up. So much catching up to do on everything. Uh-huh. I haven't even streamed. I tell you something. I haven't even played Destiny. But you know what has happened? I did uh, get up in some beta fun. We'll talk about that later. And we had we had some new babies come into the the household. Some new family members, little kittens. For those for those that are on Instagram, you probably saw the little furry cutie patooties. Did you see him, Obi? Nope. Oh, okay. I'll, have to sh- I'll just have to spam Instagram until you see them. I'm one. Of the- I'm in one of those moods today. I can tell. Where I I hear something and it just pisses me off. 
really. And it's not because I'm pissed off or anything, like, I'm mad at any, any one thing. It's just like, 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 my camera's not working very well either. And, like, that's why you guys see no cams today. Like, it's just like, it's like gonna be a rant show. I can feel it right now. It's really gonna be one. The thing is, I, I test before we get go live, then the cam was working fine. But then when I try to cam with you, it's like the cam wants to, like, annoy us both. <laughs> I, I honestly think... Um, and this is just from, uh, you know, seeing what happened before when other people had some, some malware and stuff like that. I think I have some malware on my computer. Because, like, you know, like, when you have, you get some malware on your computer or whatever, your cams don't work right. You know, the shit does not work right. And I don't think I'm loud enough in the stream for some reason. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, that's weird. I might just try switching to another cam that I have. He's like, I'm not <laughs> mhm. Mm yeah, he's being a grumpy bear. That's okay. He'll be ha eventually. He'll click that I'm back, you know, and and uh, and then he'll and then everybody'll be happy again. But you know what? Uh, real quick, real quick announcement before I forget. Uh, a lot of you have been asking about the uh, gang nights and car cards against humanity. So I think this Saturday is gonna say, you know, come hell or high water. Uh, we're gonna do uh, Cards Against Humanity. I don't know if it's gonna be at the usual, you know, 9 p.m. or later Eastern Time slot. Because uh, uh, if people, there's certain people that we that we know a few of you are in other other places, and you might go to sleep earlier, whatever. We might do it earlier, but we're gonna do the web-based version, so you'll have to have Tabletop Simulator, and we'll do uh, the clone pretend you're Zizzy. So stay tuned for that. Just keep it. Pay attention to our uh, feeds on Twitter. At Obi-Wan-X2, at YogiZilla, at GeekyAnzix. And uh, we invite everybody in the All Games community and the Wars Radio Show uh, community. Uh, all our, all our, the rest of our stream team, you know, GeekyAnzix community. Everybody just come join us. And I think we have a maximum of eight players, but up to 12 or 16 total, including uh, pec uh, spec spectators. Spectators. Wow. Rat number one for BFT9000. Destiny is too damn fun. Damn it, Bungie. Good thing the story is made to balance it out. It's true. Yeah, once you get into it, it, it becomes an addiction. But, like, I took that time off from it, and now it's like I don't feel compelled to go back into it. I'm actually enjoying other games. So, and people are like, hey, get on Destiny. And I'm like, why don't you play this game with me instead? <laughs> like, no, no, Destiny. It's like a sickness. Once you catch that bug, it's hard to get away from that game. You know, people you know, like you know all the hype with me, right? Where it's going on right now with my beard and everything. Yeah. Well, there's there's certain people, and I'm gonna say it straight up. There's certain people that want it gone. Not mentioning no names or anything like that, BP. But it's gonna be like there's other people that want me to keep it, like bad. Like, hey, I'll get you that shit to see you keep your beard. Like, there's people that are actually starting. People are actually starting to like. You know, like, all right, no, let's have him cut it off. Let's get him this to get him to have the beard cut off. No, well, then other people are like, well, hell, I'm going to get this for him so he can keep the beard. You know? <laughs> like me. Hashtag beard wars. Yes, that's it's what it's turning into. Like, there's people that want me to keep it, but there's people that want me to shave it off. Beard go bye-bye. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I got people that want me to keep it now. They're <laughs> like, hey, I'll get you that just so you can keep the beard. 
our pets, our pets love my beard. They they nestle up in it. They think I'm 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 a, I'm a fellow furry friend, and we just hang out together. It's really cool. I like it's very convenient. I, I keep snacks in there. I think I mentioned it before. I'm getting deja vu. So Yogi, since you know we only talk once a week, what have you been doing this week, man? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm 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 going there. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. It's so hard to keep up with things. Yeah, like I've had a bunch of people asking to join the the gang and be be part of our stream team, be part of our network, and like it's like juggling. And I'm just gonna say it, put it out there right now. Brandykins is no longer part of the, our crew, and it's kind of disappointing. But it's kind of doesn't surprise me either because people really don't get, you know, what it is to be on a network. Like you get out of it what you put in. If you're not participating in our mastermind sessions if you're not on the forums if you're not you know reading our google docs if you're not really part of our vision and our plan and, and aware of what everyone else is doing and you know like simple things like if you're a host on, on our network and, and you can't make a show or you're going to change the schedule let me know so i can update the schedule i, don't, I should have to find out after the fact because i can't keep up with you know dozens of people or hundreds of people you know so you have to come to me. It's easier. One person come to me than I go chase down a whole bunch of people. So she, she went to join another stream team. And, you know, I wish her luck. But it just made me just facepalm because it's just like like dealing with that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's a lot of work to get people caught up in what we're doing, what our plans are, how to participate, how to, like, take advantage of our promotional services and, and get spread your brand further. You know, how, we, how, how can we be a team? It's not just, hey, I joined the team. Cool. That's it, and go on autopilot. This the stuff you gotta do as part of it. You know, simple things like putting uh, the the watermark, your, the logo in your stream. You know, not just dropping us one, you know, dropping our name one time. Say, oh, we're part of Geeky Hansen Network, or shout out to Geeky Hansen. You, you gotta kind of get integrated into it, and that's reciprocated. You know, but it's it's just bec- it's become very uh, tiring, and it's it's hard to keep up with everyone. You know, so that's part of what happens. Like you know, and. Uh, I'm juggling a bunch of stuff. So, outside of dealing with all the politics, behind-the-scenes stuff on the network, uh, I finally got a chance to take a little peek at Rare Replay. I'll talk more about that later. But oh my gosh, they did such a good job with that collection. It's probably the best thirty bucks you can spend in gaming. Period. Um, uh, I mean, I don't want to get too much to the gaming stuff. Because uh, we hopefully will get have time to get to the dust off. I did play some. I did finally get a chance to play Magic uh, Duels Origins, and I see what people say about that being a money grab. Uh, it's like they have the Hearthstone model, but it's a much bigger grind, and they're trying to almost force you. Like I played against AI computer uh, players in the uh, solo battle. You know and they- Fatal been playing lately? Magic Duels. You playing that too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing it on PC and Xbox, mainly on Xbox. I'm done through the whole story mode already. I haven't done the whole story mode yet because I'm trying to. Fucking crazy. Yeah. There's one guy where there's no way you can beat him. You just have to survive until he pulls out his giant card. That's it. Either he's got a hundred health, you got twenty, or whatever you start with, and you just. I was watching Fatal do it the other day or yesterday. And then I was doing it, and it was just like, he was like, oh, yeah, all you have to do is just, just wait for him to pull his big card. And that's that's how you win, is if you can wait and last until he pulls his big 
Uh, his big, um... Penis? It's like 25, 25 colorless mana is what he has to get to... Because each one of his minions, uh, gives him a colorless mana. So, like... Oh! Like, yeah, it's like his cards, I mean, it's just badass. And I found out what deck I want to play and um, you know, the red, uh, red black deck, red, uh, black aggro deck, um, which is just crazy because you got, you got tons of control with your black, and then you got tons of red and aggro, or aggro with your red deck. It's just, if you have the lands and, and your, your, your stuff comes out like it's supposed to, it is an unstoppable force. Holy shit. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Uh, the campaign's definitely more balanced, but if you play the, the solo battles, the 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 the, the AI is really broken. The, the the easy computers should not be having really OP decks. Like an easy computer should not have a blue a blue deck or blue black deck where everything you do they counter it. That's not easy. Like like it's like they're not thinking about like if they're trying to, if they put this out to get more people into Magic, they they failed. It's great fan service people that already like deck building games or already like magic. But if I was a new player and I played this game and I had no idea how deck building games work, I'd be like, fuck this. I, I, I wouldn't deal with it. That's what I said the first time and I went back to it. Yeah. I literally, I, you, you, you asked Fatal. I was like, fuck this shit. And I'm done. And I left. And then when a couple But you started with the campaign though, right? Well, yeah, but I know how to play magic though, so. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I haven't played it in years, but it really never leaves you. Once you start playing it again, you're like, oh, I remember this shit now. Let's bam, bam, bam. And I, I made some mistakes. Don't get me wrong. There was times where I got my ass grilled. Like, you should have played this way. And, it, and it, they played the same way. Like, every time I did something, they did the same thing. So then I changed up that one thing, blocked them or countered them. And it, you basically, I, I won the, the, the match. But there's just... You have to be on point when you're playing those AI. No, it, and the thing is, it's easy though. Like I'm expecting a breeze, and like BFT saying in the chat, uh, you know, against blue, you just gotta bait it with like crap, so that they'll they'll counter the crap, and then you get the real plays out. And that's true. And you or you wait for them to not have any mana because they don't have any mana, they can't do counters. But easy, the easy AI. It, it should be freaking autopilot done. And I'm just trying to get my daily quest done. So I'm like, oh, okay. Wants me to play with a blue, uh, black, white deck. I'll just use a deck wizard to play with the deck with the the deck that they, they helped me construct, and it's a decent deck. Op is shit. Blue, blue, black is op. Black, white, it could be. Oh fuck that, dude. No offense, no offense to anything, but black, white does not work in any situation. No, it it, it does. It's too slow. It's too slow. Dude, you can get if you get a black, white deck. I'm sorry. A blue deck is a, a blue deck is a slow playing deck. A white and black plays double slow. I mean, it's double slow. Not if you just load it up with a bunch of small creatures, because white yeah, has a bunch why, of. Why are you gonna make a blue a black white deck if you're just gonna load it up with a bunch of small creatures? Because you can have a uh, graveyard, graveyard uh, flashback. You know, like bring bring things out of the graveyard. So you just have a whole bunch of sacrificial lambs. Like black white's usually about healing yourself. Graveyard manipulation and like overwhelming the opponent. Like if you get if you get a bunch of flying one one or two two creatures out early on or one two creatures out, it's really hard to deal with that. It's you can overwhelm people, you know. 
And then, and then you can yeah, just have you like. Go, that's where you go, like a black red or a white red, because then you still have the control on the with your white. Because uh, I, I just think of a blue, a, a white and black deck, is like two control decks, trying to make make it into one. I mean, like what BFT said, you have to have the exact cards that you're gonna need. Like you, you, there's no fuck ups. Yeah, you, like, it, it, you do need a lot of like, synergy. But like one of those cards where you're like, oh, this might work. No, you need to have cards that will work. Like, it's just unless you absolutely like 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 some people that that know how to play that can manipulate that black white deck, make sure the cards are there, the ones that you need. I mean, for somebody that knows how to play and what they're doing, a black white deck is just op as shit. You can play it, but it, you have to do it perfectly. If you mess up one point. At any point in the game, you're basically you can basically like, well, I'm done. I mean, black white could be as as aggressive as red, but red would red might be the only thing that really counters it in most cases, just because red has the haste and a lot of the the board damage, board clear. But it's the it's the it's the zerg, the zerg deck. I mean, really, if you think about it, yeah. like um, you know, especially like if you go red white. Um, you can put some, you know, with the white has some really good counter spells. The blue has some really good counter. Red blue deck. I don't. Very seldomly do I like to to I do I like to put double colors in. I mean, I would I'm gonna have like a full red with. See, I noticed with this. I think with this. Blue. This forces you to use two color decks unless you use a custom deck. Then you can make with a single color a mono deck. So that's another thing. That's a good, I'm glad you brought that up because if you go through the deck wizard to create decks for the um, the solo every for every mode outside of the campaign, yet you, you create decks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes off your your own library, your own collection. And and if you use the deck wizard, which deck wizard is really good, it, it helps you take a template and then fill it up with cards. You know, based around a certain mechanic you're trying to go for, right? Like, do you want to go for control? Do you want to go for aggro? Do you want to have graveyard manipulation? That kind of stuff. You know, do you want to have a lot of heavy healing? A lot, have a lot, a lot of heavy buffs? You know, it's going to be a, a ramp up, you know, pump up kind of thing. Um, so, it, that's cool. But with the custom deck, you could do whatever you want. But it's a little janky the way it works. So, I, I have some issues with it. But I'm not going to get into all of it. Uh, hopefully, we, like I said, we'll get, we'll get to the dust that we'll talk about it some more. But outside of video games, uh, you know, just tending to the new kittens and they're so sweet and cute and they just sleep all day <laughs> and nurse off their mama and and then blue's looking at them like what the hell are those little shits <laughs> like one trying to go up to her and, and, and like you know they, they can't open their eyes yet and they feel trying to nurse off for her and she's like <laughs> uh, I like watching them our pets just interact with each other. It's I gotta start filming this stuff. It's great. At least it entertains me. Never a dull moment. Yeah, where is Dractos? Dractos will eat this uh, Magic the Gatherings discussion. Maybe we'll have, maybe next episode we'll talk about Magic and just deck building games as a whole. We can go dig deeper. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I I just feel like it it, it sucks that they're being so stingy. That it, it's a huge grind. Uh, yeah, you can keep grinding out, and there's no, it doesn't seem to be a cap. You can get, like, 5 to 20 gold per match, you know, not counting the campaign. And then what, campaign quests are, campaign missions and quests, whatever you want to call them. They're a one-shot deal. You get them done, you never get that gold again, right? 
So you, and then you have daily quests, but it's such a grind. 150 gold to buy a pack. And I only have like 70 gold, 80 gold. And I've put quite a bit of time on the Xbox. So that games like this give free-to-play a bad, a bad rep. Uh, it's free-to-play done the wrong way. They're just trying to force your hand to, to buy, to get the starter pack. I mean, they give you a nice little starter pack, and it's cool that you open the little box, right? But, you know, so much stuff is missing that you start re- hitting walls, especially if you're not doing campaign. If you go outside of campaign, it's so rough. I guess they made it so that you just go focus on campaign first and then go into the other modes. But I want to do my daily quest now. I don't want to wait to finish campaign anyway. I'm sorry. How, how's your week been? <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Long. I, I, I get that sense. And BFT's uh, giving his take on it. Black White is total control. Uh, not an easy combo. It'll usually be a long game. They do try to da- drag out. Uh, and Red Black, he says that if you don't win early, you're probably not winning. Yeah, because Black tends to have creatures well, that are easy gotta, to die, easy yeah, to kill. You got you you an aggro with, with no control at all. Plus, I mean, like, if you're going to go red, you're not going to go black. More likely, you're going to go blue, so it has a little bit more, or even red-green. Um, I mean, because then you got green that has those medium-sized creatures. I know there's a couple, uh, we'll, we'll get into this later. Um, <laughs> okay, I could talk about Magic Gathering for a while, <laughs> if I really wanted to. Me too. Yep. Hey, and uh, shout out to FIFA Champ 69, and I'm gonna say, I hope I say it right. Eco? Eco? 15? What's going on? What's everybody doing? So, Obi, uh, what do we have tonight on the show? Oh, uh, what we got tonight on the show? Just kidding. What do we have tonight Guys, on the show? No Destiny Minute. Yay! I mean, darn. <laughs> but we do have a huge feature, guys. Tonight, there will be some gaming news and some deals. We'll take a break from Sega, uh, Fanboy Fun, and we're going to go into Nintendo. We're going to talk about uh, around the top 100 NES games or so. It's going to be awesome. We're going to talk about some modern games as well. And heck, this may be eh, two or three putter just because we have so many games to talk about. Digi games. All the digi games talk about. But if you guys I love the video games. Uh, video games. I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> All right. But if you guys are new to the show, welcome to our silly party. Woo! <laughs> We're so live is where geeks come to play, and yeah, we get in trouble most of the time too. Sometimes on purpose. Sometimes. Not on purpose, <laughs> that's all I can say. But guys, we got the flagship, Horseplay Live is the flagship talk radio show for Geeky Antics Network in collaboration with AllGames.com. Our show covers all the aspects of geek culture with a special focus on Indian strategy games, and technologies, and we rant like a motherfucker too. Well, of course, all the social issues that geeks face and well as in community events that, that we do and we love to be a part of. Uh, sometimes we even talk about some tabletop and some retro gaming. And I want to say sometimes, but all the time we talk about food. And that's just because. Not tonight, though. My stomach is tore up. It's part of the reason we started late. <laughs> mm, yeah. And look, 
No Destiny Talk tonight, and now everybody's ready for Destiny Talk. Let's play. It's kind of 50-50, but BFT's got him back into the game. T T T S C Black Dragons, like, yay, no Destiny. Exclamation <laughs> point. That that's what Obi said. Yay. I mean, darn. <laughs> and, and somehow we started talking about supernatural. Because <laughs> we said I said Vidya Vidya games. He's like, it's Vidya games, you idiots. He's like, and so now I, I said Bobby. He's like, I'm on, I'm on, and uh, this is Black Dragon saying that I'm on Dean's team, uh, Team Dean. Used to be on uh, Team Sam, but he became an ass last season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chat room is the best part. This is an interactive show, and you know, without you guys, this show doesn't have the same kind of magic because it's based on you know playing off of what you guys say. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd just be two talking heads, and that's everyone else doing the show, and that'd be unremarkable. Uh, I don't want to hear myself talking the whole time. Well, while you're talking about the show, Yogi, why don't you let everybody know a little bit more about our show or about Horseplay Live? So, guys, Horseplay Live, as the name implies, is live and uncut. The horseplay aspect has nothing to do with horses. There's no uh, equestrian knowledge here. The, uh, the horses are cool. All animals are awesome. No furries, none of that business. No, my my little pony. But you know, if you're a brony, we, we won't judge you. You know, come as you are. Uh, you know, but it is a late night show, so I'm being judge the th- shit out of you if you do that. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> he won't judge you, but I'm gonna judge the shit out of you. Yeah, everybody ignores you, so it's all right. They, they know that you're just, just salty. No, I'm not salty. Take your salt with a grain of salt. <laughs> I take my salt with a big glass of shut the hell up. Lynn. No horses. We could put up horse pictures. There's a cat picture on, on my side. Oh, I'm lagging. What the heck is going on? Okay, I'm good now. I don't know what's going on with my connection today. I bet you everybody's watching streaming video. I don't know what's wrong with your camera. It's weird. I don't know. Uh, it's, I think it, the camera might just be dying. It, it, it works when it wants. Now we're in your computer somewhere. No, but see, that's the thing. It works every time except for when we're, me, me and you are doing the show. That's the only time mine doesn't work is when I'm text-connected to you. <laughs> Sorry. It's weird. And I, I, was trying not, I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to be like, uh, my camera just don't work today. But Yeah, it's like they don't like each other. Like the, our cameras are having a turf war or something. Yeah, and apparently mine's winning because it's kicking your ass. I got another. I got another, another webcam. I'm gonna hook it up. It's a webcam that was donated for the blue cam, as it's not really being used right now. I'll just uh, hook that one up instead. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, so, you know, so our show uh, since we're a late, late night show, you know, sleep deprivation. Uh, you know, it, it rears its ugly head, and we wander off on crazy tangents and uh, weird things happen. You know, because the freaks come out at night. And I mean, it, hey, with a name like horseplay, what else can you expect? Shenanigans. Are to be expected. I mean, that's just—it's in the name. That's it. That's what we're about. We're, we're about geek culture. We're right now. I have us categorized as comedy because uh, we do predominantly talk about video games, but I, th- I see us more as an entertainment kind of show. You so, know, geek so culture as a whole. In saying that, guys, if we say something that offends you, what I want you to do is I want you to well, just get the hell over it, really. Um, if it offends you, we are sorry. Um, but as everybody knows, I'm a dick. I'm an ass. Sorry. It's just how it is. <laughs> just kidding. 
Uh, if it does offend you, we are sorry. It's not something that we're, we're trying to do or anything like that. But, guys, Horseplay Live is every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific. On Twitch channels Geeky Antics and simulcasted right on Yogi Zilla on his channel as well. Horseplay Live Replay is now available earlier on Thursdays at about 5 p.m. Eastern Time on allgames.com. Give us about five minutes of your time. It does help our, our number for our you know our views and our listens and stuff like that. So we would appreciate it if you guys could help us out. Um, it, it would mean a lot to us. Now we did say that there's not going to be much, but we are going to do the little bit that we do have. The obligatory news and rants. Ding! So guys, uh, you know... Uh, us being rather fancy about the whole podcasting thing, it's worth noting that uh, International Podcast Day is coming up on September 30th, 2015, and I think we're going to do something special for it. I don't know what yet. We might do something special. Maybe a community call, like a Google Hangout. Wait, when? A series of podcasts. Uh, September 30th. Huh. Yeah. I don't know what day. What day does that fall on? It falls on a Wednesday. Hmm. I won't be here. <laughs> Where are you? Wednesday's my only day off, bro. Ah, uh, okay. Wednesday's the only day I get to see my wife, so you guys have fun. <laughs> well, Wednesday's also when uh, the worst radio show, Kevin, Andy, Robbie, and gang mm -hmm. hang out. Uh, so maybe we'll do we'll coordinate something with them. Maybe community community game night or something, or a whole series of events. But uh, this cool. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, like. People talk about YouTube and Twitch, and to be honest, like I know those are the places you need to be because that's where our audience is. But I, I personally, I was excited about it. Cause I think video is is a very saturated space, and there's very limited growth opportunity unless you're very lucky or you grind like crazy. Um, for the rest of us, you know, I love podcasting because it it, it has a higher barrier to entry, and that means there's less you know, noise in the space, less garbage clouding up the space, and you have a higher chance to reach more people because there's a lot more consumers than our creators and, you know, I, I think there's something magical about the audio format uh, or, you know, radio, so to speak. So, um, you know, podcast love, yo. Uh, if you want to learn more about uh, International International Podcast Day, it's uh, internationalpodcastday.com. That's the website. And uh, we'll probably talk more about that. See, maybe we'll, we can coordinate something with, with them officially. I, I got to get in touch with the folks uh, that run that site and see if we could uh, work out some stuff, you know, cross-promotion, collaboration type stuff. I think they're even doing, like, um, a, a little convention and whatnot, uh, or several conventions worldwide uh, and meetups. So should be cool. And another thing in gaming... Fallout Shelter. It's a game that many of us were waiting for because we re refused to play it on an Apple device, or as I like to call them, Crapple. And uh, I was playing it, I'll admit, I played it on my iPoop. And then I remember why he hate Apple so much, because Apple fans swear that Apple devices are flawless. They never crash, they don't get viruses. I just stopped playing Fallout Shelter because it kept crashing randomly. Sometimes I play for an hour or two and then it will be fine. Sometimes I play for five minutes and it'll crash. And then I lose progress. So I said, fuck this. I'm gonna wait till it comes out on Android. And it came out on Android as of like, uh, as of the, this live show right now. 
I think it came out either today. Yeah, I think I think it came out today, the thirteenth, August thirteenth, yo. And yeah, uh, nine o'clock this morning. Yeah, it's a it's a great game. It's uh, The Sims meets Tiny Tower. It's the best way I could describe it, but it's got the whole survival motif going on, the post-apocalyptic thing going on. Uh, Morgana, if you're an Apple person, we won't hold it against you. <laughs> Listen, we love everybody, but, you know, I'm a fanboy when it comes to Sega, right? I'm a huge fanboy about Sega. I think Sega is one of, one of the companies that help bring video games video games to a, ma to, uh, a mass market and also help innovate things and, and take risks no one else would but I'm not but I'm not one of those fanatical people that you know is you know uh, overzealous and blind to their flaws I know that the latest Sonic games suck and it's a shame it's sad because I like Sonic I think he's more than a mascot you know uh, but I, I get appreciate I get appreciate people to say that he was born out of a time where mascots were kind of necessary to sell you know, gaming consoles because uh, they were considered more toys than, than serious computer or computing systems. But now those days are kind of gone. You know, Crash Bandicoot is unnecessary. You know, you don't need uh, Sonic. And Mario's the only one that's kind of still alive from, like, that era of gaming. So, <laughs> I see Black Dragon saying, uh, TSC Black Dragon, that says, uh, I have an Apple phone and I've had just as many problems out of it as I've had with Android. It's the mentality of a person using them that irritates me. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, like, that, you know, whenever, like, if I, if I talk, if I have a friend that's an Apple friend, and I tell him, oh, I'm having some problems with my computer, it's like, yeah, you should have an Apple. Like, they think that fixes everything. It's like, uh, no. See, the difference is, if I have a problem with my PC, I can go under the hood and fix it. If I have a problem with an Apple computer, it's basically, well, gotta buy a new one. Because <laughs> you don't have access to the things under the hood, really. Yeah, you can hack it up, but... That's kind of counterintuitive to be an Apple, you know, user. So, yeah, buy mediocre products at a grossly inflated price. That's a price. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Same thing I feel about uh, Beats by, by Dre. They're not bad headphones, but they're not three, $400 good. Hell no. I don't even think Sennheiser is, that, is worth that much money. That's ridiculous. You know, you could buy an Audio-Technica you know, for a fraction of the price, and it has the same kind of quality in yeah, audio. The reason why people buy Beats by, by Dre is because it's their Beats by Dre. That's all they're paying for is Dre's name. Oh, yeah. And, dude, the, the markup, they have, like, Nike-level markup on those head, headphones and headsets. The, the headphones, if you buy them wholesale, you could probably get them for anywhere, depending on what model you get, from 20 to $60, let's say. And then you, it, what is that, like, 300, 400% markup, at least? It's crazy. They're about, they're about 350 right now. It's, oh, it's, it's nuts. If I, 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 $350, hell, I'm going to go get uh, like another video card. I'm going to get another stick of RAM. I'm going to get, and then I'm going to go to Logitech and get some, some freaking actual podcast headphones or some, you know, if I'm gaming, some G35s or whatever and spend just as much money as I would for that one headset. And it's yeah. not even a headset, it's their headphones. I think they have headsets too now though. Nah, yeah, that are shit. But yeah, I, I, and, and it makes me sad too because like I have friends that I know are struggling financially, but then I can't be, feel bad for them because they do do stupid things like they buy Beats headphones. Like why? Like 
you don't need three hundred fifty dollar headphones. It makes no sense. Like you can get like why do you need that? <laughs> now and now you can't afford to to pay your 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 mortgage or you can't pay your your car. You know, ah, it's it's crazy. I mean, it, it's luxury. It's 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 for those kind of people that you know need to have luxury. And maybe Black Dragon saying in the chat, they you know they spend hundreds of dollars. You know, for for the headphones, they have great mids and lows, but terrible highs. You know, they're not even they're not even three hundred fifty dollars could buy so many bags of burgers. Holy crap, you can! So, so many, many fries. fries! Oh my god! No, 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 no food talk! No, my tummy, my tummy hurts. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, see, Thorlin says, you know, it's it's a big deal if I pay more than twenty dollars a headphone. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Twenty bucks, is, you know. Now, if you buy studio monitors, I understand because you want uh. So studio monitor is a different kind of thing. You want headphones that you can you can reverse the cups so you can listen on one headphone while doing something else. You know, uh, maybe you're DJing, and and you get a, a wide spectrum of of audio, and so it's better for like editing stuff and and, and seeing if the quality is right. You know, you know what I mean. It's a different kind of thing. That but even that you could buy. You don't have to spend two three hundred dollars. You could get. You know, fifty dollar or hundred dollar headphones that are comparable, not the same. I just don't. I just don't understand why. Why? I just don't understand why people buy them. Maybe it's just because they say Dre on them. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, as marketing though. I mean, they no offense to anybody that's bought them, but you're a dumbass. Mm-hmm. And yeah. while Yogi edits all the stuff, I'm just going to kind of look at you guys and go, yeah, yeah. I just thought of something. Blah, blah, blah. Well, because we always talk about software deals, but we just, just talk about gaming headsets. Now, if you're not, if you don't need super you know, surround sound and fancy schmancy stuff, there's a company out of, out of China called Sadie's. They make very comfortable feeling headsets. The mics sound nice. The audio is nice. You know, you get good volume range on it, and I think I think King Dean just got uh, he found a deal two two pairs for fifteen bucks. Can't beat that. The PC gave me headsets, but uh, you could all you could uh, with an adapter you could use them on uh, PS4 and Xbox One. So nice. Can't beat that, and that way, if one go bad, you got a backup. Yeah, if you spend a lot of money on, on one pay, one you know nice headset, and then it not breaks on you, you know you're SOL. <coughs> you know what are you gonna do then? But then you not you buy two for fifteen. You got you got a backup, good to go. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. It just depends on how good those. I'm I'm sorry, I don't care. Um, I mean, two for fifteen dollars. Are they actual like? Like do they do they go around your ear? Or they just sit on top of your ear. They're, they're buckets. Because they're what? They're buckets. They sit, they they cover your ears completely. Okay. Well, like like because some some people like you know like all oh, these are the best headphones in the world, but if they don't cover my ear totally, like my ear sits inside the headset, I just I I don't want them. I have no use for them. Like my the the rock candy or the the skull the the. Rock, uh, what are they called? Uh, the, the 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 podcast I have the ones that for, are for my dad while while he's here. Um, those things I, I like them for podcasting. Anything else? Not a chance in hell. Because you got to hear, you know, the only thing you got to hear in a podcasting is somebody else's voice, really, and music if you have it. Yeah. 
you don't have to hear all the extra other stuff but what are those cheap deals for deals for cheap <laughs> cheap deals for bastards yeah there we go <clears throat> cheap deals for cheap bastards for emphasis so yeah humble bundle is still killing it man it's been like back to back amazing bundles they got the Namco, Namco Bandai bundle that, that was ending the soonest I think and if for nothing else Pac-Man Championship Edition DX I love that game uh, it's a great take on a classic game a game that still holds up today very well um, it, it's it's like it's Pac-Man on crack I mean it, or LSD if you really want to say like it's trippy as hell it's got all these kind of crazy colors going on it's super fast paced oh I love it um they have a Dungeons and Dragons Humble Bundle with the comics, the IDW comics in there. And uh, that one, I think if you pay $10 you get uh, or more, you get the whole shebang. And it's a lot of comics in there. I think it's all digital, though. So, But, you know, for $10, you can't go wrong. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of tempted by that, too, because I've been kind of getting into, back into that Dungeons and Dragons uh, universe. I didn't even think about going back into Baldur's Gate. That's another discussion. And then they have the... Actually, there's another one I just found out about that just came out today. The the Boy from Space, I think it's called, bundle. It's the weekly bundle, and it's all, like, space-themed games. So far, they have six games in there. Uh, but if you like space, you know, anything space-themed, check that out. I haven't looked at all the games yet, because that one just came out. But what's neat about it is that if you, that, the, the cause that one supports, it is helps support the Challenger cen- uh, Center. So that's kind of neat. You know, you can help l- launch probes into outer space and probe people and aliens and stuff. And last but not, last but not least, one we mentioned before too, the Warhammer slash uh, Games wor- Workshop mobile bundle. That's all mobile games, I believe. So you know, the name said mobile bundle, obviously. Um, I, don't, I haven't played any Games Workshop stuff on mobile yet, so I wonder how that how that works out. There's hmm. somebody that wants to join us. Oh. So, is this someone that perhaps we haven't talked to in a long time? I so, talk to her all the time. I don't know about you. Oh, well, excuse you. I was gone. All right, someone I haven't talked to in a long time because I was gone for like a week without real internet. <laughs> Bastard. Uh. Gotta ruin the moment. I'm <laughs> <laughs> bringing her in. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause for Alfred. Okay. Yes, I moved, and I've been getting all the technical stuff behind the scenes done so that I can properly promote. No, so I can properly promote like Geeky Annex the way that I really have been wanting to. So I can really get this, you know, get the gang going, um, or at least do my part, you know. Um, and it's just, it took a lot longer than I thought, and I couldn't get everything perfect, and, yeah, I just, so. I just thought you didn't love me anymore. No. Tear, tear. No. Every time I, I Skype, every time I Skype, I be loud. It's like a one-word answer, like, dang. You know, like, when someone ad- mad at you, they just say one-word answers, like, no, yeah. I, no. no. We, we took a collect- okay. It's a collective decision. We all voted, and we, none of us like you anymore. We just... <laughs> <laughs> Sideshow Bob's in the building. What the hell? Ask FM a- asks you. L- w- you look in the mirror. What do you see? Someone I don't like. 
what I'm saying. No, I went and I I got a I got a Microsoft phone because it oh, was man. I liked it. It was bigger for like, and I did it. And but it's it was different. Bigger, huh? Yeah, it was bigger. That's what Shut she said. Up, it got bigger and bigger. Oh, he's a grower. <laughs> Shut up. Well, you come back in a good show because after we get through the, uh, our usual segments, we got a, a really fun discussion to have. Oh, yeah. Get through the segments because, you know, I don't want to distract you. I'm loud right now. Because <laughs> I be loud, be loud, yo. This is Just, why I haven't been here in a while because I've been a loud lot lately. Like, sorry. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, mute your mute your mic for a few minutes, and we'll we'll call you back here in a second. Oh yeah, pay the bills. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't. Have, I don't. I haven't seen any other deals. Is there anything else you can think of that's come out? Oh man, there's 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 quite a bit right now that like uh, Steam is having a little little sale. Well, speaking of which, you you reminded me about the Naruto sale, and I forgot to jump on it. Scrub. I know, so I just wait for that to roll back around. And I told Fatal this, and he was kind of mad when I said to him, you know, the Stanley Parable sucks. <laughs> he was so mad. I'm like, dude, why are you mad? The Stanley Parable isn't really a game, though. Like, I don't know if I could call it a game. It's a, it's a great experience to have. Because, you know... I think it's, like, a, a great experience. And I think it's a... It's a... A prototype of something that could be an awesome game. You know what I mean? Like, it, it reminds me of a point... It's not, though. It's dumb. It's it's like my, my son. Okay? This is the funny part. I was like, hey, buddy, listen to everything and, and, and play the game. He's like, okay. So he listened. We put the other headphones on. He had a set. I had a set. And I said, you know, what did he just tell you to do? Do you do that or do that? He goes, do that. Hey, we Obi, we got, a, we got a follow, by the way. Thorlin, thanks for following. Thanks for joining the gang. When, 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 <clears throat> when he actually gets to the door, when the door starts opening. Yeah, yeah. The game starts over. He goes, I beat it, Dad. <laughs> I was like, do you want to play again? No, not fun. Dude, you should totally record that. Like, straight up, he's like, hey, no, he won't play it anymore. I said, dude, you want to play this? Nope, not fun. Record the audio. I'm Obviously, you know, as a parent, you don't want to really put videos or pictures of your, of your kids out there because it's a very delicate thing, shall we say. But I'm going to tell you right record now. Record audio, dude. That'd be adorable. I'm not going to, like, do it on purpose, but really, if somebody sees a picture of my kid and wants to take him, I'll kill you. <laughs> But, but seriously though, record the and then, audio. And then, and then like say, hey little buddy, too. dude. Look, she's gonna she's gonna be like, no, you can't die yet. You can't die yet. I gotta have my fun yet. Don't you ever take my boy. Up. Well, you can't. You're dead. Never. Mind. That's not like the plot of of this horror movie P two, where like uh, a girl that was victimized suddenly she becomes the predator. It's pretty pretty badass. But only parable is not entertaining at all. It's a four year old said, I'm done. It, it, it's like straight up. He's like, you must not have been ready for what it is. You must have been expecting I, maybe something. I, maybe I don't. I'm expecting something that it's actually a game, and it's you know you can then choose your stuff. I, not a well. Stanley took her left, and then Stanley went to the left door. And that's I, the fun of it. That's the point, though. I went through all the other doors, and it's re it's pointless. That's the that's the whole point. The whole After point of Stanley. Bit, the motherfucker stops talking. But the Stanley like, Parable, you, then, you just walk in circles, right? Because the whole point, the whole point of the game, is to make fun 
of video game tropes and and bad design. That's kind of what it's doing. Like it's it's very self-aware and it's 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 a parody of other of other games. You know, and that's the whole point. Like you know, you know, when you have a narrator, you know, when you have games that break the fourth wall and you know they don't have that immersion, it's frustrating. So like the whole time you just want to strangle the narrator, but you can't do anything. It's just, it's it's funny. That's the whole point about it. It's right, but I'm just saying. Like it's just like for somebody like me that's likes the you know the the mmo the simulator the shooter the the having you know doing stuff and then you get into a game like that like what is the fucking point to not do what the guy says and get lost and then the guy says well okay fuck you do it on your own yeah you know like i said if if you're you're a completionist and you're looking to get the best ending that's the the point of it i don't like beating games because then you're done I'm not a completionist. I don't do that. But it's just to the point where it doesn't make sense to play. It's just a game that you play in, in short sessions just to get a laugh. That's, that's what it is. And, I, and again, Five I use game very loosely. Again, a four-year-old. Huh? I beat it already. I'm done. I'll play <laughs> another game. We had to go play freaking Worms Revolution because that's impossible to beat down there. Oh, I love Worms. It's a great series. And there was a time where he was looking, he was playing with my mouse using my keyboard sitting on my lap. We were playing The Hunter. Oh boy, shot a bear. Nice. Four years old playing this game, and I, I'm going to start getting... Wait, if you, like the hunt, if you like The Hunter, have you tried The Long Dark yet? I got I got The Hunter. I, got, I bought the game because it was on sale. Um, and then somebody actually bought me the $50 pack for a year. I could Lord. hunt any. I could hunt any animal anywhere. I could. Use, I got like twenty eight extra items or some shit like that. Jeez. Somebody got it for me, so I was like, "I'll play it, sure." Damn. So we're, I'm actually learning how to set stuff up, and we're actually going to do a stream, um, a stream series to where we go hunt certain animals, um, and actually, yeah. They need to have the feature in their like Rainbow Six Vegas where you could take scan your face in and have like, your beard in game. That'd be awesome. You you totally fit in that world, but you might like check out the long the long dark, if if you get get the demo of it. It's, it I think it's a game that might be right up your alley. I I have seen that, and that's something I would I would get and play. Um, uh, the the comment about worms, <clears throat> I think worms are like worm any worms games. Um, it's something that you you'd want to play with with friends. Like, yeah. like, if we have, like, five or six people on, I think there's only, like, four teams, but if you have, like, three or four people on, and then you play Worms all against each other, and they call, call it a red-eye stream and just stream it, and just everybody's getting drunker and shit. When you lose one of your Worms, you have to slam a shot or something, or you have to slam a beer or whatever. You can get on stream and spend four hours at a stream, and everybody's drunker and shit, and you got to shut down the stream because you're ready to pass out. That game, you know what it is I love about that game? It's very simple. It's a quick fix, or you can play it for long sessions. Like I said, it's fun with friends, but it has personality. That's, a, that's something a lot of games lack. And it's so much personality that you could customize each of your worms, not just the aesthetics, but you could customize some of the worms versions. You could change what they say when they die and what they do when they die. And it's just so funny, like, just like having a custom quote, like, you know, well, Goonies like- never say die, you know? <laughs> well, like, I have, like, you know, I have just the Revolution one. Um, but like, if they go on sale again, I'm gonna get a bunch of like, I'm gonna get all the the little ones. I mean, because at one point they were like 99 cents, and I didn't jump on it. Um, you know, there's and there's like 10 different games uh, <laughs> with worms. I want the newest one. It looks fun. That's just to me, though. 
But uh, Yogi, let's get into some more the uh, the humble bundle you were talking about. You didn't check on that G two A. Is there anything good on that? Now, that's all the deals. Uh, just to recap, though, so we keep things moving along. Um, the games with gold: uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Massive Chalice, Plants vs Zombies. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like I'm, no, no, no. Wait, those are the those are the old ones. No, it's uh, Metal Gear Solid um, Ground Zeroes, Metro, and what's the other one? It might be, it might be PVZ. But anyway, check it out. It's a, it's a new rotation, and you know they, they they do a few games every couple of weeks. Uh, can't remember what the other one is. But anyway, are we ready to? I think we should just jump right into the feature. We got we got to give we got to have enough time for this. We we do, <clears throat> and we do, and we got a couple of people ready for it too. Yeah, let's. Well, let's ju- let's jump ahead. I'm excited. Come on. Let's go, Ob. Excuse me. Stop dilly dallying. You know what happened to the last person that tried to rush me? <laughs> <laughs> I took more time than you want me to. My is that the whole uh my my dad did my father did that once. 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 Is that, is that what you're doing? You give me that really? bit. <laughs> I can though, if you want me to. I mean I w- <laughs> Guys, time for the feature discussion. Now it's time for our feature presentation. I don't know if they're going to tune anyway. Yes, but don't forget, folks, uh, since we already have people joining us in the chat. Dangerously great movie. If you want to if you want to connect with us, if you can't join us live, I do want to mention this. Obi can be found at Obi1X2 on Twitter. I'm at YogiZilla. Uh, we have the at Geeky Antics uh, Twitter. We have GeekyAntics.net. We're also over at, we hang out over at AllGames.com and the chat over there on IRC. We have a voicemail line. Two zero six four one five four ninety seven. What's the phone number again, Obi? That's two zero six four one five four nine eight seven. And Obi, do we have an email address where people can reach us? Why sure we do, Yogi. You can email us at mail at geekyantics.net. And may I borrow your great pawn? Fuck off. It's your own damn <laughs> You can't have that great pawn. I, you know, they, I always was waiting for them to make a nasty version of that commercial. And, yeah, that probably wouldn't be good. People just or a redneck version. Hey, yo, can I get some mustard? Hell no! Get your own damn great poopon. <laughs> poopon? <laughs> poopon. You gotta separate the syllables. No, I guess picture people just dropping their pants and farting all over the place. Here's your great poopon! <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, kind of, that's kind of far-fetched right there, bro. It is. And I also want to thank our sponsors and everybody that donates to OB and myself to the network to help us do the things we love. You can see a lot of our. You just said people bought you a fifty dollar subscription thing. Get out of here. Anyway, for all our heroes, our hall of heroes, you can find them over at geekyhats.net for us as sponsors. But Obi, what's our feature? What is our feature? What is our feature discussion? I don't know. What is it? The 100 best NES games <laughs> of all time. Now, I'm sure we're going to have some other uh, other comments in here. With this for this feature, Ivy Loud, of course, the one, the only, and TSE Black Dragon. What's up, guys? Aw, yeah. You weren't fast right, enough. That's, that's great. You weren't uh, fast enough on the unmute. 
Nice to hear you. <laughs> nice to hear from you guys, but basically what we're going to be talking about our hashtag Nintendo Day themed hashtag Retro Friday. Of course, it's coming back, guys. Um, we're clearly fearing, uh, or Yogi's fearly, clearly feeling some retro gaming coming out. I'm not. I'm tired of retro right now. I want to play now of now. <laughs> That's the same, isn't it? <laughs> um. My intro was very delayed because I double muted myself. That's by the mic and the mute. <laughs> I just said in one slide, didn't do the whole thing. I've done that before too. Be double safe. Quiet. I mean, I could say a few things, but you said push. <laughs> no, but then I just said hi. Never mind. Anyway. We've even talked Sega in the last week, but now we're going to get back into talking a little bit about Nintendo. Well, we're going to revisit Sega. I'm not over it. I'm not enough. ready. Kind of we're, we're <laughs> It hasn't been long enough to Iwata. Like. Wait, did Sega actually have 100 titles? <laughs> Are you kidding me? How dare you? <laughs> Off this call right now, sir. Did no, you, you can stay. <laughs> that troll you, face. You can stay. <laughs> so necessary to poke the Yogi Bear. I just didn't know. Was that, was that needed? How yeah, dare you? Honey, that hurt my heart. Wake up the bees, and then you just got him stung. Well, at least, I, to your to your credit, at least you said, do they even have a hundred games? At least I said, do they have a hundred good games? Because then I'd really be like, what? <laughs> I, I can think of like Sonic and Fantasy Star, and that's about it. They have a lot more that people realize. Uh, Shenmue, uh, the the Mafia, Yakuza. There's a lot of stuff that people forget in Sega, but uh, a lot of these properties are still alive too. But we actually talked about that in episode 86 of Whisper Life. We're gonna go back. We touched upon it. We gotta go back to it. We talked about some of the things that are Sega developed. And Sega published two different things. They have a lot of things they've published. There's a, there's a few things that they developed themselves. And Sega's had a lot of teams, a lot of studios internally, too. But we're talking about Nintendo today, though. Back I to was Nintendo. Nintendo baby, so Sega, I don't know much about. Yeah. I, 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 I get it. I get it. Where Long, live. Long live Dreamcast. Long live. Yes. Dreamcast yeah, 2, I'm still waiting. Dreamcast and uh, Dead or Alive 2 were very epic games. I love those two games on Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> just so you guys just so you guys know, um, we are going from uh, IGN. Uh, it's IGN's picks for the top 100 ever. You guys yeah. And we're not. Yeah, we're not going through the whole list. We're just kind of. No, 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 no. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go through the 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 part of the list, right? This is the plan. You ready, Obi? Let's go through part of this list. We'll pick out ones that we individually like, and then we'll see what they rank them and see if we agree or not. Then we'll just talk about games that didn't make the list that we think should have. Is that good? Sounds good. We're not going to go through all 100. I mean, I, I wrote all 100 down here. Well, most of them. And there's a lot. 
<laughs> That's a lot. Oh my god. Yes, there is. If you Google uh, IGN top 100 NES games, it'll come up. Or why don't you just click the link I put in chat? Well, for those that are not joining us live, remember we have a ton of people that download us, us download us or listen to us on YouTube, you know, or, or different podcast well, if you're feeds. Not live, you're wrong. Right. <laughs> you're wrong. You're doing it wrong. No, we appreciate everybody, but we prefer if you're here live. The hell over. <laughs> Go ahead, Yogi. Let's do this. We're, do we're doing it. We're doing it. I'm doing it and doing it and doing it well. <laughs> Alright, so, you want me to start it off? No, I, I just, I was just saying your name because I had liked saying it. Okay, um, I, was, I was making sure you know what you're saying. Alright, so I, I'm a, the first one is, <laughs> the first one that sticks out for me is Adventure Island 2. Now, there were a lot of Adventure Island games on the NES. I think there were four, if I'm not mistaken. Um, some say they ripped off the, what was it, Ma uh, Wonder Boy series from Sega. I, I, I forget which one came first, but Adventure Island, I think, is the game that really just caught on, and, and Wonder Boy and games of its ilk didn't really catch on. But I'm just curious why they have Adventure Island 2 out of all of them, and I'm, and I'm trying to think of it. Maybe it's because that's the one where they introduced ma um, other mounts, like dinosaurs and stuff. And this one was actually a lot more fair because the original Adventure Island, what a freaking pain in the butt! It's so freaking hard. Um, so maybe that's why they made it. What do you, What do you guys think? Did you guys play Adventure Island too? I didn't. I I didn't. I was mostly when like I, like I've always been when I had the Nintendo. I was basically I I played all the, like a lot of the sports games, like the baseball stars, the ice hockey. Um, the, the duck hunt, uh, I played shit tons of DuckTales, um, and DuckTales obviously made their list, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, um, uh, there's a bunch more, I'm kind of scanning over the list, the Tecmo, Tecmo Super Bowl, oh, come on, man, that yeah. is just, the Tecmo games were crazy, dudes running around, it was like, beep, 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 beep. now DuckTales made number 10 on their list. Adventure Island 2, which was released in 1991, uh, got l number 29. Oh, and, and, my, wife, huh. my wife is going to love number 1. Mm. Number 1. Yeah, and I think for the purposes of our discussion, I, I mean, I, I actually might agree with that game. Because that game has a lot of fond memories, but no. I think we should skip... Not the top. Not number no, one. No, but the sexy beast, obese sexy beast, she always wins, so. Huh? Did what? <laughs> Your wife, that pig, the sexy beast always wins, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a sexy beast, I know. Ah, <laughs> I knew I was gonna, I was waiting for that thing. I'm just gonna let this pan out. But... <laughs> My Tyson's Punch Out made number seven. I think for our purposes, we'll skip all the like mainstays for Nintendo, basically Mario and and, uh, and Zelda, with the exception of Mario Brothers, because I think Mario Brothers is the one that everybody forgets about. Like Mario was in Donkey Kong, he was also in a game called Mario Brothers, not Super Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers. Let's see, what where did they put Mario Brothers? Number uh, ninety one. 
Yeah, Mario Brothers is not even on the... I mean, it's way down. Like, Super Mario Brothers was number three. Um, and the the one thing that I think should be number one opposed to Mario Brothers 3 uh, is The Legend of Zelda. I really honestly, truly think that should be number one. Yes, Mario was the one, you know, was the the character or the the um, the the mascot per se for Nintendo, but still, so was Zelda, so was Link. I mean, come on. So the number I, I played, one slot is for I played, a lot more than just Mario. <laughs> but I played. I I don't know. There's a lot of people that played far more, much far more Zelda than they ever did Mario Brothers. Like they were. I don't know. It depends why, what you're why, into. Why Mario Brothers, Super Mario Bros. Three is 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 top? Eh, I could I could say top ten, but not number one. No way. You know, uh, but yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. Like, it's a very different piece. Like, do you like exploration and adventure, or do you like, you know, uh, more like action platforming? Yeah, you know. So it's a different thing. I I get it. I mean, did anybody did anybody ever play Battletoads? Yes. Okay. You want to know? Then this is one game that I really think should be near the the near top ten. Not and maybe not necessarily top ten, but eleven or twelve. It was forty. Yeah. Come on, like all these games that like. But we didn't want... it have a terrible glitch on the like the hardest level that it presented for everybody that would almost make it incompletable? I completed it. It wasn't a glitch. It was more like it was just super hard. Like it went from reasonable difficulty to super hard out of nowhere. And a lot of people never saw past was it stage two or three. I think it was the second stage. Well, no, it was the third stage. The second stage was when you went down the shaft, and then you got down to the rat area, and then in, like that when you after you beating up a bunch of the rats, you go on the freaking speeders, and it's ridiculous. I, hey, you just got to be faster. Most I people can't. only saw like ten percent of that game, sadly, and then get through it in the trash <laughs> out of frustration. There was a game that I played. It had a um, a certain peripheral that. Uh, went with it. I can't remember what the name of the game was, but it had like a, like a foot pad, like something that you would you would have to hit to run, and it was a running game. Hmm. I, I can't remember what it was, but it was kind of like like Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt had the gun. This game had an actual like on NES. Yes, on NES. We're talking about Track and Field. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Anybody ever beat Cheetah legitimately, like actually standing up and running? Dude, uh, I think it was impossible. You had to sit down and, and tap your feet. I did. I didn't have to. I didn't have. I could. You can't run that fast, dude. Because you gotta, you gotta get it. Dude, at one point, I actually put my hands on on the ground and pad back and forth because I could do it faster with my feet. And I finally beat him. No, no, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I got cheated, and then it was like the first one. He's like, "Oh, you raised cheetah. He's the fastest." Homeboy took steroids, and then you raised cheetah jumping. Now you have to jump and run that fast. Oh man, For the good old days. We got a lot of a lot of buzz in the chat. Uh, people See, saying their favorites. They didn't even need the Wii. They had exercise right there in the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, see, Nintendo was always on the cutting edge when it came to like kind of like, little gim- gimmicky gameplay mechanics, you know. And it, but it was fun, you know. They just didn't follow it through all the time. Like, remember the little robot they had, Rob? Mm-hmm. But uh, that that was neat. But it broke half the time if you weren't careful. You didn't want any an- you didn't want any animals or babies around it. 
that's another story. I think that she's worth a pretty, pretty penny now, I think, too. But, uh... One of the very first games besides, like, Zelda and Mario I played was Blades of Steel. Was that one of the first... It was, like, what was it, 19... I want to say 89? I'm, I'm trying to find it. It was 1988. Uh, You're close. 88, that was a really good ice... First games that I've really good ice hockey game. It was yeah. actually good ice... Like, it was... Like, you had to... It, it wasn't one of those... Because there was a plenty of uh, of hockey games where when you stopped, it stopped exactly where you where you stopped it at. Like it actually oh. kept going with the, the like the motion, the momentum, and then came you know. It was and and it right it's a Konami game. Mm-hmm. Ah, Konami, how how far you have fallen? <laughs> Latest. I remember Blades of Steel. Now that you mentioned, I was like, Blades of Steel. It sounds like an assassin game oh, or something. Is. And then you said hockey. I was like, oh. And it hit me right in the forehead. So now, now let's go back to Mario Brothers real quick. I want to give Mario Brothers a little, a little bit of love. I, I'd be loud. Did you? Were you into original Mario Brothers? She's chilling in the cut over there. I'm trying to bring her in. She's muted. Oh, oh, there we go. I heard you. It was more along the lines of what, like at the time I was like listening to music. Oh, okay. And the music was going really like nicely with what you guys were talking about. And then you said what you said, and for a minute, I just was about to just listen to your voice echo into the song, and it was like, oh, no, that's my cue. I can't pause music. Hello. Hi. Not every beat's a rave beat, Yogi. I know, right? He don't understand. It's like I like time. I like that bass. Like really, dude? Like like everything? No, like, no we're we're slow dancing. Side. We're doing the waltz, and all of a sudden, no, like, no, damn, no. What the fuck, bro? I'm gonna need you to slow that. Like get down. Oh, I be on my suit and tie. Shit. Excuse me. I swore. I did. I be on my suit and tie. Shit. So Mario Brothers. Yeah. God. Like Luigi and his brother, like Mario. That's it. Mario. I'm always <laughs> down for the sidekick. I don't know. I'm Sidekick Chronicles. Yeah, I think the Mario. underdog is always overlooked. Like, everybody thought it was Thor, and no, Tom Hiddleston proved it's Loki. Go Bowser. <laughs> oh my god. But you know, I, one thing about this wow. game that I want, I, I think mm-hmm. I want to mention is a lot of people played Mario Brothers like assholes. Like, they played it versus mode. Yeah. You did, The best way to play that was co-op mode. Try to get as far as you can because that game will beat you without you trying to beat up each other. Demolition Derby style. No, that's the best way to play it. Demolition Derby style. Oh, I see. You were one of those that, like, anytime you were getting frustrated, you just hit the pow, the pow block and make... And all of a sudden, the turtle that was on its back, you're about to, like, knock it over points. Like, nope, it's gonna kill you now. Ha, sucker! Okay, hey, all you guys that love these, uh, the role-playing are, are, are... I don't know what RTS is. I guess it was. RPG? Has anybody has anybody played ever played Willow? Holy, I've seen the movie. But no, I've like not it's it's. The game. It, I'm dude. turning my music back on. You really I'm sorry. that game. I'm dude. I'm yeah. sorry. It was like I I spent hours on that later. Is I spent hours on that game. Yeah, the, you know, for a licensed game, it wasn't bad at all. It's actually pretty darn good. It was Capcom as well. <laughs> yeah. It like, released yeah, 1989, like, and it played a little bit like like Zelda, you know, uh, you know, Dra- Dragon Warrior. This, they compared to Final Fantasy in some ways too, you know. Or, or it's new in version one, I guess, the uh, Super Nintendo Dragon Quest. 
Sorry. Just thought I'd bring mm-hmm. that up. Well, Dragon Quest started actually on the NES as Dragon Warrior, if you think about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It started out Dragon Warriors, and then they changed it to Dragon Quest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. And they had, they had four games on the NES. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the bad thing about Dragon Warrior is it took so long to get it localized and over here in the States. By the time it came over here, it felt already like it was rather aged. And then Final Fantasy came around and kind of like it lived in the shadows. Because Dragon Warrior was released in 89, I believe. But it had like that 85 kind of feel to it like early in the generation. It was like, hmm... Yeah, I mean, the same thing with Final Fantasy, how it kind of got released a little bit late, too, because by the time um, they were going to release 2 and 3 for the uh, NES, they were already creating the Super Nintendo and going yeah. Final Fantasy 2 or actually Final Fantasy 4. Yeah, and, uh, it was a really awkward time for gaming just because, was it in 84, the video game crash happened, or... And then the, the, the NES of, uh, released officially in 85. And then they have, uh, like, five years, maybe. Not even, like, four years, really, to dominate the market, so to speak. Uh, the, the Master System was a legit system, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Sega Master System. But, uh, and then, you know, then they had that overlap. There was at least, a, I think there was a good three to four year overlap with Super Nintendo. or Actually, all the 16-bit uh, systems. Uh-huh. They were still releasing NES games towards the end, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Willow wasn't bad at all. Uh, I, I I actually kind of want to play that one, but the role playing games, oof, that's a whole different beast. Another one I want to mention in that same vein is uh, Crystalis. I've always called it Crystalis, but apparently I've been told it's Crystalis. Crystalis sounds better to me, if you ask yeah. me. Didn't know that. No, it's like crystal. Yeah, crystal. like cri- <laughs> crystal. Yeah, that's what they're, they're drinking on there. They, uh, IGN put that game, and it's an SN- SNK game. They put that on, on uh, n- number 42. This game looks really good for an 8-bit game, I have to say. And it, and it plays really nicely. And it's got, like, some pseudo 3D areas, too. So, definitely worth checking out if you like role-playing games. And you could, uh, go... Uh, I, I, a lot of people compare it to Zelda. But, uh, did you guys play it? I, I have not. Ooh, Fatal Blades, Spy vs. Spy on, uh, on NES is one of my honorable mentions that did not make it to IGN's list. And I think that game was a, a great idea. It, it was fun to play. It was, one, it was like, I'm surprised no one really has taken that idea and, and built upon it really, like, a game where two spies are fighting against each other, setting traps, and looking for, like, trying to complete missions and stuff while trying to screw each other over. And it's, it's so funny, and it's it's like it's like a comic, watching a, a comic strip, uh, you know, all the gags unfold. It's, it's great. Didn't, I thought they, I thought there was a comic strip out there, because I know I've seen it before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Irrelevant, the, yeah, because, I mean, Mad, 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 Mad Magazine. That's where uh, Spy vs. Spy got started, if I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the influence in the game is clearly there. Uh, but if you, like, if you play the game and you didn't know about Mad Magazine and Spy vs. Spy, you can still enjoy it. Like, it's just it's a licensed property where it's just fun in itself. Gotcha. Oh, and King Deems reminiscing about the times when you would go into a video game store and pick up paper slips and then go to a redemption area to get your game. 
You get a paper slip, yeah, take it to the register, pay for it, and then you have to go pick up the game. That that, that was the security. And remember, remember looking like if they left the door open, like it would be like a gate and a window type thing. And then if they left the door open to the back area, the stock room, and you saw wall to wall of video games. And back then, it used to be exciting because games came in big boxes. They had inserts, posters, and little doodads in there, instruction manuals. Now you don't get any of that shit. Makes me sad. Yep. We could have been sitting on bank if we could have gotten some of that stuff and kept it pristine. I still got a lot of my NES stuff pristine, actually. I think I have... I mean, I have uh, a lot of the original boxes, because those get beat up pretty easily. But I have like, a lot of original manuals. Uh, I've seen some like SNES games uh, go for hundreds of dollars, even used, still like mega expensive. It's ridiculous. Uh, I would hate to see what SNES or NES games go for. Just like if you actually had a an old Link or Zelda game that was like never open. They and the most expensive. I think the most expensive game on Super Nintendo right now might be Earthbound. Yeah. Because that was a limited release. And if you have it complete in box, what they call CIB, uh, I want to say it's like uh, $200, $300. Gracious. The NES stuff is actually more expensive because it's harder to come by now. So. Yep. Go figure. <laughs> So someone asked if Star Tropics made the list. It did. And that's another one I would love to go back to. An- another great um, role-playing game. It has an overworld like Final Fantasy. And then it has like little uh, action sequences like uh, like uh, Crystallis had and other games of its ilk. I keep saying of its ilk. I like the word ilk. <laughs> but yeah, Star Tropics Star Trop is definitely up there. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Yeah. That's why I, I was just saying that Fatal Blades. Uh, I, I think that's why Adventure Island Two made the list where it's at, because um, the other Adventure Island games didn't make it, but two out of all of them is like, oh, because you had the dinos and you had the boomerang and like, yeah. But uh, what else do we got in this list? I'm yeah. sad nobody's mentioned anything about Castlevania. I mean, even if, even if you didn't like the game, the music was great. <laughs> See, I, again, Castlevania to me is up there with. Mario, it's like, it's a game that doesn't go, you don't need to mention. Metroid, too, like, duh. You're like, duh, like, you know, same with Mega Man. And actually, on this list, they have Mega Man 1 through 6. Yeah, and uh, and I think uh, Mega Man 2 is on uh, the, the fourth spot. On the yep. Yep. Up to the uh, tripod. Wait, so where did they have Mega Man 1 at? Mega Man 2 was definitely one of the hardest, I think. Oh, they have Mega Man 1 on number 30? I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, scrub. Uh, let's see what they have Mega Man 6 at. Some people say that's the hardest one. And that was released late into the cycle. 1994. They have it at number 58. Interesting. I wonder what they're basing this list off, like, what they're actually, like, what they put in there, whether it's just, like, what people voted, or if it's actually, like, sales falling in with popularity and things like that. Um, I think I, uh, let's see, IGN lists are compiled by thousands of different, like, thousands of people, 
um, mm-hmm. where they do probably I don't it doesn't say how many, but I think this list is their favorites. You probably think of like five to ten thousand people. They take a poll or something like that, and then you know they compile the list from there, probably. Right. Or it's probably it might be IGN's favorites. You know, you know, I never know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this one is their favorites. Cause uh, that's what I was reading. It that it's like they're they're celebrating the um, some milestone with with Nintendo, and then they said they're gonna pick their hundred favorite uh, NES games. And if you look at each of the ones they pick. They have like one of their editors, one of their staff members, you know, share their fondest memories with the game. So it's kind of cool, you know. It's, it's a very, it's a more intimate uh, article. That's why I like it. It's not their usual, yeah. you know. Cause I don't like the big media outlets when they get all pretentious and you know, all hoity-toity. It's like when they share like you know more personal stories. I think that's cool. Cause then we can relate to that, right? Yep. But th- there's a lot of stuff on this list. One that I w- I want to mention. Uh, and actually, I mentioned these two back to back that I'm a big fan of, that I think a lot of people missed, and I think they're both Konami games, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Jackal definitely is. So yeah, Jackal and Ikari Warriors, or I think it's Ikari Warriors. Did you guys play these? Mm, that don't sound familiar to me. They were uh, both arcade games, if I'm not mistaken. Jackal definitely was, and they were both uh, two-player co-op, fantastic like kind of shoot 'em up type games. Ikari Warriors was the one where you could go into tanks, and you had like, you were like little soldiers, and it was a uh, top-down overhead view kind of thing. And you you could shoot machine guns and throw grenades, and it's kind of like Commando. It plays a little bit like Commando, uh, but it was pretty brutally hard. And then Jackal was a similar kind of thing, but what was neat about this game is that. Um, it had huge levels where you could go up, down, and then left to right, and it was like kind of massive stages. It almost had like an open world kind of feel to it, and you were you were basically driving um, little jeeps, like little Humvees, and shooting at people while driving around. It was really neat, and they had some pretty epic boss battles in that game. The arcade version I would definitely recommend if you ever get a chance to play it. Uh, Jackal is one that I think a lot of people missed. Um, and again, I wonder, Konami, what are you doing with all these properties? People, please, just sell them off. Sell off all your properties to Sega. Someone that could do some good stuff with them or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke. Sega or Microsoft? Wait, Sega's great publisher. Stop it. Stop hating on Sega. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, I know. Um, now, you know, one, one, of my, one of my favorite all-time ones that was a very, very difficult game is Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, that's almost on that same list of like you don't even have to mention it because you think so. Yeah, yeah like who? Seventeen on their list. I, I I didn't think it was that popular until it got to like when they started announcing it for like PlayStation and stuff like that. Um, I think a lot of people have gone back and played the older games after playing the ones on PlayStation and Xbox. I I can't think of many people I run into that haven't played Ninja Gaiden. Can you? Uh, I could, um, maybe. It just, I guess it depends. It's a pretty good game, but it also makes me think of another game that was not necessarily, well, no, not similar to it, but another fighting game. Uh, dra- uh, I believe it was Dragon Warriors, where you're the two brothers, and you were double going dragon. through, and you're, what, Double Dragon, thank you, good gosh, I'm, I'm terrible with names. <laughs> See, I was I, I was thinking you either to say dragon, didn't you? I was either thinking you're talking about Shadow Warriors or 
or uh, Double Dragon. I wasn't sure which one. Like, you combine both of them. They had, like, their own child together. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they should do. <laughs> that's, how, that's how they make games successful. <laughs> they just crossbreed them. Yeah. Ivy Loud must be really, like, getting into the conversation. She's like, I, I agree with everything. Or she's getting into the music. Something's going on. So oh, they, she, she had to she had to go for a second. She was she said she'd be right back. Oh, okay, but they, uh, speaking of Double Dragon, uh, that's another game I think goes without saying. Double the original Double Dragon didn't make the list, but Double Dragon Two and Three did. I think I would agree with that because uh, Double Two, Double Dragon Two and Three definitely had more polish. Uh, Double Dragon Three made fifty five, number fifty five, and I think Double Dragon Two actually went lower on the list, eighty three. I don't know. I think I might put. I think I might put Double Dragon 2 a little higher than 3. I loved 3 because you get to play as different characters and you basically recruit the bosses as you beat them. Mm-hmm. But Double Dragon 2 had the epic plot twists, you know, and and it was like, it was such a jump. From double original Double Dragon, it was pretty basic beat em up, but it was a great game. But then they added all these special moves to Double Dragon 2 and it felt like completely revolutionary, you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. a huge jump for the series. Now, I know, while we're still kind of on this whole fighting genre, I, I don't agree with the placement of one of the games um, on here. It's actually number 98. And tell me if you agree with it being there. Which one? BMNT. The arcade game or the original game that came out in the US? The original, it looks like. Let me see. Oh, yeah. The original 98. Huh. I can't believe that's actually ranked 98. You think it should be higher? What would you rank it at? I would probably. I would, well, I would say at least Ninja Turtles Two 50s. is forty-one. TMN Two. I think. I think that. Yeah, TMN Two is actually forty-one. I think it should be higher than that. Like number one should be fifties or so. TMN Two should be you know top twenty-five. My my. I mean, how we could always argue with. You know where we think things are supposed to, should be at, but like I said, this is the IGNs. Yeah. Well, I, I just thought those were. I mean, they were really cool games, and they they added. You know, for for what it was, it was actually you know a really good game. It was really difficult. That, that's one thing that you lose out with a lot of the newer games, except for like the Dark Souls series. Is yeah. Difficult. <laughs> yeah, the, the original one was definitely hard. I mean, the arcade game, uh, you know, part Ninja Turtles Part Two, was hard too. But yeah, the original TMNT on on the NES was definitely ha- really hard. Maybe the, and then, you know, I think because a lot of people didn't get that far in the game and get to really appreciate the things that happened in the game. I mean, mm-hmm. most people died before they even got to the underwater, you know, <laughs> section. Now, do I keep? Yeah. I keep I keep, did I, hear, I thought I kept hearing someone in the background. I thought I heard someone in the background. Never mind. I thought I'd be loud and snuck in. I thought I heard someone giggling. I'm hearing things. Now you know. You know damn well. If you if she's here, you're gonna know she's here. I mean, you know, her tag kind of explains that. I be loud. <laughs> she can be quiet sometimes. Only Wait, that sounds suggestive. <laughs> that sounds like me. Uh, I mean, stop picking on her. She ain't here to defend herself. There's oh. a lot of 
a lot of good picks on here. I'm just going to kind of go through some other ones. All right, here's another one, guys. Journey to Silius. Did you know that this game was supposed to originally be uh, a Terminator game, but they lost the license? They didn't, they didn't get the license at the end, so they had to like kind of swap everything out in the, in the end. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. And this is a really cool game. And it's made by Sunsoft, and for some reason, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Metal Storm. Some of the character models remind me of Metal Storm. But I don't think Sunso Sunsoft made Metal Storm, did they? Let me check. No, Sunsoft was Irem. What the hell is even Irem? Irem Software Engineering. Gosh, yeah, yeah, they didn't do much. Um, but yeah, that's one I would definitely recommend if you like going back to the 8-bit games. Journey to Silly is a great one. Side-scroller, action, platformer type game. More on the actions than anything else. Um, another game, if you like adventuring, they put both, they put two of the Wizards and Warriors game. I think there was only two on the NES on here. Iron Sword, which I think is Iron Wizards and Warriors 2, and an original Wizards and Warriors. I love these games. Please tell me you guys have played these. No. Overwhelming silence, tell me no. Nope. Ah, oh, so good. I don't think so, because literally, I don't know. It was the one where you were like a little knight, but you like, the levels, uh, a lot of the levels played vertically and horizontally at the same time. Like there were master stages, and you had to, you had to go around finding uh, gems, collecting gems to open up certain parts of the, of the level and collect more gems, and you'd fight little bosses and stuff. It was really neat. Like, it was like, you had a whole life bar. It was like Ghosts and Goblins, but without being such a dick to you. It sounds like when you guys were talking about anime stuff, and the funny thing is is that my brother introduced me to it, but I didn't always get the name of what he was watching. Just kind of storyline, and then Andrew, same thing, so I don't know the names of the series. So, it's kind of like you're describing a game I feel like I totally enjoyed, and I just don't remember the name of it. You've probably seen it. You can't use, uh, you're bad with names excuse. I've already used it. <laughs> no! Like, like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, if it gets down to books, I can tell you the storyline front to back. Tell me what book it was. I used to read books like people breathe. They started getting to where they were formalitic. I think I said that right. And, um... Yeah, like, I could start predicting, but I was like, this is, this is... It was hard to find a book I couldn't predict after a while. I was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. I came the same way with games, and I hate when that happens. I hate when you run into a game, and you already know the bad decisions they're going to make, and it's like, come on, don't do that. Really? Don't do that. It makes it that much harder to find the games that don't make those bad decisions. And then when you find those games, like Major Mayhem, I just, I literally wrote the developer because I was like, oh, this is so good. Like, I feel like this is actually going to help my muscle memory for doing MOBA games better. And he said, oh, it's so old. We're not even ever going to update it. I'm like, oh, are you <laughs> Damn. doing right. daily updates to freaking Candy Crush Saga? I was, oh, but Mobile, because people uh, understand it was a good game, so it's not like they were supporting it, like freaking Candy Crush, which is like, you know, marketing out the wazoo, and that's what's so sad, is that there are really talented people out there who are making indie games that are really good, and because they're so dedicated to making the game good, it's hard 
for them to get the user base that they need to be successful because gamers, I feel like, I'm wondering, I'm asking, gamers who are so good just assume that other people are going to know it's good and these games don't really get serious support because gamers don't, you know, they're expecting, oh, okay, well, they should be at this level right now. Well, they don't have a $10 million budget. These people are living on ramen noodles for the past six months and this is what they came out with and you can't even, like, say... Have you seen this game? I just... It hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to get on the soapbox, but we were talking about Nintendo, and, you know, um, Iwata is no longer here, along with Monty Ohm, and this year we seem to have lost so much talent in the gaming industry, and the gaming industry right now is taking such a beating with all these changes that are going on that it's like, I'm frightened. It's going to be like back in the day when you know, gaming became hardly like a ghost town because of so many bad choices from people entering the industry who really didn't know what they were doing. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I didn't mean to take over the conversation, but it's very personal for me to talk about Nintendo because that man literally built the foundation on what so many gamers don't even understand. If that man hadn't made the choices he made, know where we'd be right now. I just... I'm sorry. Somebody else would've. <laughs> that, that logic is terrible. I mean, that's... You know, things do kind of work out that way. Like, if one person messed up, someone else will. But, you know, you have to always wonder, like, if there wasn't these kind of people out there, like, what would where would gaming be at today? Because the industry has moved around has, has evolved so quickly, and the same... At, at the same time, yeah, it has stagnated a lot of... I, th- I feel like the, the 8-bit era, what makes it so special is that there were a lot of people experimenting because companies didn't really find their niche. There weren't really hot trends to follow. Everyone was just trying to like kind of you know, make fun games. And they liked creating games. They liked making things that were fun. And people innovated and they experimented. And uh, you know, we kind of lost it. Now it's kind of like, you know, hey, we'll make a game that's like that but a little better. You know, so we have 20 titles of Madden that have pretty much the same graphics and same gameplay. Nothing's changed, and they barely and the faces barely look like the people that they're trying to relate to, and <laughs> they're still making millions of dollars. You know. Yeah, it, it's it's a shame. So many so many titles, you know, that have just so much repetition and not much uh, innovation to it. It's just. Uh, but that's where this video game analyst wrote about it. The big bust, and I guess it was, uh, and it was, I think it was 1983, where literally Atari buried all the the cartridges they had for uh, E.T. because it was so badly made that I think what's happened right now is, um, you know, the whole sequel thing. If you put enough marketing behind it and you enjoyed the first movie so much, you were so desperate for the next movie to be better because it really was a good storyline that you're willing to put your heart out there for it time and time again to get disappointed. And there are people making the decisions who know that you're going to do that. So it's like easy money. Nope. Yep, yep. It's a sad reality. Ah, but let's talk about happier times. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that, you know, Yogi has put together this whole geeky annex thing with the gang where it's a lot of purists, people who really love gaming for the sake of gaming. You know, and they're out there. 
and we all come together and eventually the underdogs, you know, the pendulum swings back and Yogi's trying to do his part to bring us all together to try and bring gaming back to where it should be, where this generation doesn't even understand where it came from to enjoy why it is the passion it is to us. And Yogi's doing his part, you know what I mean? And it takes all of us working together to do it. And and I'm just very grateful to be a part of the gang because you know what, Yogi I mean, it's got to be hard trying to keep everybody together, you know what I mean? Trying to, to do what you can. And it's. it's <laughs> Sorry, did you hear my rat in the beginning of the show? <laughs> no, I'm saying it like. like no, because that actually, that actually goes right in line with uh, what you just said. It's funny. No, seriously. It's from um, literally, um, you know, trying to do a startup on my own, reading everything in TechCrunch, trying to do it on my own. You know, you study real hard. You do everything they tell you to do like it's a freaking blueprint. And it's it's just a thankless job. And then you finally, after a while, when you're ready to give up, you meet a bunch of people who have been just as beat up as you are, if not more so. And they're there, and they're like, come on, we'll, we'll help you, like a hospital. Like, we'll, we'll get you back on your feet. You know, we'll give you the tools you need to feel good about it. And let's all just, you know, band together and and try and get us all where we can just be happy being who we are gamers and help the next generation know why we care so much and when you've gotten the snot kicked out of you when you've literally been through some things where you just have given up on the decency of humanity even when someone's not perfect the fact that they literally are there still trying to do what they can against all odds it just it, it gives you the strength to go, come on man, we can do this. I know I know it's that point of the workout where like literally you don't want to wake up in the morning because your whole body aches, but I got you, come on. And there. if you don't have that, <laughs> if you don't have a group of people that can do that together, Preach when it. you don't have even when we all just like it's family, even family squabbles to where it's like you 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 know, we have our moments, but at the end of the day we still fam. And it's still about one thing and it's still about one cause, but it's it's hard when you got someone who's trying to handle it all, trying to to keep everybody together and he's he's human. It's like, you know, the clown that, you know, go see this clown and the doctor didn't realize that's the clown he's talking to. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. like it's it, it's just it's not easy. It's not easy when it's you try and walk in somebody. It's not if 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 you before you really want to just unload on somebody to the point that you have no forgiveness, try walking in their shoes and see how far you get. You know, Word. and you know, it's not like I can't walk in shoes. Um, being a female, sometimes I'm really defensive about walking into my shoes because you know I feel like it's harder for me, but that's because I don't know what it's like to be a guy so all I know is what it looks like to me and how easy it is for y'all but I don't know you could have the same fears I have just differently and it's the same struggle and I'm I'm thinking it's something else so you know I'm talking eating, about I, you know what I'm saying at the end of the day guys it might be just little nibbles but you know you can't eat the elephant in one bite. We gotta eat it one spoon at a time. And not one person ears can take really all good. the spoons. You know what I'm saying? The ears are really yep. good, though. Yeah, so... Everybody who's listening, support the little guy, band together, be part of the gang, help everybody come up, even if you're not at the very top. You know, help the gang never looks down on fam. 
Gotta rub a little bit underneath. <laughs> what? Just make sure that they're help every help help. He said help help everybody come up. I need some help and I need. I got some coconut oil for you, baby. <laughs> Get the coconuts warm! Wow. <laughs> I got a Mai Tai to go on the side with it. Gurgle. The Mr. 4420, he's like, can I come in TS? He's like, sure. So I just moved him right in, and this is what he came to. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Rip. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You, you were talking about, like, um, looking at it in a uh, woman's perspective. You're in IT, right? I'd be loud. Yeah, he does now, the same I'm thing you, you do, short... but for Microsoft. Well, I'm gonna tell you a short story. Um, and I was telling my partner, and he was like, "Don't gloat," and I'm like, "It's not a matter of gloat. It's a matter of feeling insecure because I kept trying to tell where I work today that I thought there was a way to fix a hardware situation I was having, and they said, "No, no, 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 no." I had the patience to follow the whole process when actually, if I'd have just done, if I'd have listened to myself, it would have been solved in five minutes. Don't you? Which love is that. what? Which is what happened. <laughs> And then I properly informed the people that, yeah, so half my day was screwed because you didn't listen to me and it was solved in five minutes and here's a solution. So that, I'm not that, trying to rub it in your face, but recognize it because it's costing you. Told you so, bitches. Yeah, that <laughs> happens at my job a lot, too, where I'll recommend something, but since I'm not as advanced or know as much as other people in, the, in, in our uh, field, um... They, they, they like to not really take my advice and look around it, so... So you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you know, you're lucky, because right now, you are, like, the biggest ally to the uh, tech field. Most jobs now in the tech field, which is, is kind of jealous, you know, you're talking about looking at it as a woman Dumb. and your perspective. Dumb. No, I know they where are you're going. hiring... They I know, but I know where you're going. Just to hiring yeah. hire females. Let me tell you where you're going, and let me tell you why... That's almost like talking about female streamers in esports. First of all, you've got women out there who do want to learn. Do not mistake. At least I'm going to speak for myself. I do want to learn. I tried to do it looking at boot camps, free code camp. I'm sorry. I got to put a shout out there for Quincy Larson. Love you. Um, they're showing how to do it for free because literally there are people who paid to go to boot camps that free code camp is giving them that information the problem that's going on that's the same with gamers business the reason why our economy is so messed up right now is because unless people are getting paid for it you can't find the knowledge that you really need to understand what's going on like the yep. great thing about Geeky Annex is that all of you guys really know what you're talking about. And yes, we're trying to literally put that information out there for free. Everybody but, Obi. <laughs> but no, Obi, you got your part, you just your parts just shut up. So what I'm saying is is that <laughs> but we're small, we're grassroots, we're trying to do it organically, we're trying to do it, you know, underground, we're trying to do it, you know what I'm saying. And so there's not a lot of marketing out there. And then what you guys don't know is that there are, like, they're headhunters or interns at some big conglomerate, call it whatever you want to, that are trying to get on top, that find this content, know how to market it, sell it to them so they can package it, so they can get promoted to get paid because they're trying to eat. And it's really us because we're not taking care of each other, so they're trying to take care of themselves. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So it's the same thing, and I know you're sitting there going, where is this going? It's the same thing when it comes to women, okay? Women can code. We work harder. We do this. We do that. But it's the same in esports. It's like OB1X's wife said, yes, it's apples and oranges, but we're all still fruit. And it's, until business industry people want to recognize we have a difference, but at the end of the day, we're still human, so they can see the truth we're gonna keep doing this categorization let's put everybody in a stereotype let's cut our neighbor because I'm trying to take care of mine cuz you know we avoided a great depression but we know what it feels like and nobody's ready to really take that mantle up and be the you know the the philanthropists the Rockefellers the Carnegie's who crushed a lot of small people but if it wasn't for their money, we wouldn't have half the libraries we got. I'm just saying, we as a common folk, we're, we're divided right now. And it's it's hurting us. It's just hurting us. I'm sorry, I'm feeling some kind of way, y'all. I'm feeling some kind of way. Because <laughs> you talked about Nintendo. I told you, Yogi, I told you. This is why I don't like talking about him. It's really personal. So with that, I think we'll pick up this discussion next week. <laughs> yeah. Next time on Dragon yeah. Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> we are the kings and queens of of tangents here, but uh, that's what happens when you start when you start talking about retro gaming. You know, start thinking about other stuff and just uh, reminiscing, and then start getting sentimental, and then you think about your old cat Fluffy that didn't quite make it that day. Yogi, don't even start because you are the most romantic sentimentalist. That when you start talking about back in the day. You know what these games It's true. I, I, I'm saying... I'm using the... Ro- the I'm saying the royal you. It's the royal you. Like the royal we, you know? Fatal will get that one. Yogi, are you S-A-W-F-T? S-A-W-F-T. I'm going to sign off for the rest of the show. Not because I don't love y'all, but because they got to finish paying the bills. So, I love No, don't leave! We're done with the segment now. You can't leave now. No, no, no. You derailed that. You derailed us. Now you stay on the show. That's that's the price you pay. You pay. Well, nature's got a call, so I didn't want to put that out there. But since you pushed, she's gotta go take a shit. Leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) They throw some grenades down the foxhole. I'll say that shit. I don't give a damn. Poor fox guys. (laughs) Poor foxhole never had a chance. So you know. I, I, I do want to mention one more before we move on and start wrapping up because uh, they mentioned in the chat and it's a game that I think doesn't get nearly enough credit. I loved it in the arcade. I loved it on the NES. It's freaking Section Z. I don't know what it is about that game. I know it's just a for, it's it's a force it's a, a you know force scrolling sides you know side scrolling shooter a shmup shoot 'em up. It's made by Capcom. But something about that game is just is just amazing. Like I just I, I, I don't know, I love it. The boss battles and the way it's, it's kinda like one huge maze, the music. I have some really fond memories with that game and I, I think if you like smups, you know, you gotta definitely t- check out Section Z. It's it's a definitive game up there with like R Type or Gradius or Life Force or Thunder Force or nineteen forty two or Raiden. You know, those are like a lot of the Ikaruga. All great smups, uh, or if you want to go more current, uh, Cena, Cena, All great games. Like, if you like smups, you gotta definitely check out. By the way, 
You guys, you guys feel like revisiting this uh, this list next week, maybe? Absolutely not. We're fucking done. Why? Oh, yeah, Shadowgate's pretty good. I don't know why you, you ask a dumb question if you don't want a dumb answer. Come on. But <laughs> Shadowgate, by the way, surprisingly started off as a as a game on the Mac. Did it? Yeah. Go figure. Games were actually on the Apple computer. <laughs> you mean they weren't just for rich people to relax to? Wow. Exactly. <laughs> Guys, uh, we do want your guys' thoughts too. So if you guys have any, you guys have any comments, please leave us a voicemail two zero six four one five four nine eight seven. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we because we are going to come back to this next week. So if you guys want to get it word engine wise, leave us a voicemail for all those that are in chat. Of course, they're going to be back next week, or in Teamspeak, we'll be back next week. Or if you guys don't want to leave us a voicemail, you can email us at mail at geekyantics.net. And of course, we'll read those and play those. Try, maybe play those or try to play those voicemails at least next week, um, especially if it's for this topic. So, unfortunately, Word. guys, it is that time again where we we get to say goodbye. We're fucking done for the night. Alfitos on. Obi, yeah. before we do leave, though, since we didn't get to do the dust off, I've I've been playing Fable Legends, and it's not as bad as people say. I, I can't talk about it because there's an NDA, but Fable Legends. They Keep an eye out. About it. I can't talk about it in detail, but it's good. I like it. Anyone that's otherwise full of crap. I still haven't to even touched that, so don't feel bad. But uh, I want to touch it, and they won't wanna, let me. You want to touch it. Also, Neverwinter. Neverwinter on Xbox One. Really damn good. The same. Kingdom's going to play right now. He's like, Neverwinter time. Yeah. Is, it, is that free we, as well? It is free. Yep. Free to play. And... I think oh. I, I know I played Neverwinter, I believe, before on uh, Steam. It, yeah, it's a good game. I like it a lot. If you like Baldur's Gate or any of the Dungeons Dragon stuff, Dungeons mm-hmm. D&D stuff, you definitely like it. But by the way, folks, for those that are joining us live, this might have to join us live. We're going to split up into groups and play games together, so stay tuned after we stop the stream. Yeah, I'm, I'm being claimed. King Dude's like, where are you at, Yogi? We're playing Neverwinter. Okay, I guess I'm playing Neverwinter, guys. <laughs> All right, Obi. Take us home. Home sweet home. To our other home. Oh, oh my bad. Guy. <laughs> I was about to say, I think I was thinking, uh, sweet home Alabama. <laughs> no, home sweet home. Um, But uh, if you guys have ever heard of the game Guns of Icarus Online, we are starting to play that. <gasps> um, yeah, if buddy. you guys want to, yeah, if you guys want to join us, please do. Uh, 40 if you want to play it. I got a copy for you. Um... But it's a it's a it's a multiplayer online guys and you're you're like it's like uh, air pirates if you guys have ever played that game. I'm a um, good engineer and a good gunner. I'm a good pilot. So um, <clears throat> where you get into there, you just play and you can have up to twelve people in your game with three airships all playing at the same time. So if you guys want to join us, please go get that game so we can play this week. So I highly week. endorse this message, Guns of Icarus Online. I love it. I've been endorsing I, it forever. I, I wanted to play that after the stream. I was going to say something to people, but I couldn't. You know, of course, Neverwinter wins. So, for all but of those, there's other people in the chat. For all of those that are not <laughs> going to play Everwinter, we are going to play Guns of Icarus. So, if you'd like to play with us, feel free to. Um, but all all else, guys, Horseplay Live is everywhere you can listen to or download awesome podcasts, including AllGames.com. Please take a minute to thumbs up, favorite, subscribe, and even share. 
Even better, guys, we love some comments and reviews. Please give it to us quick and easy, and it really helps us out. Thanks to everyone who's been promoting our content. Oh, my God, we love you. <laughs> you guys like eye candy? We do video as well. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash geeky antics, and right here on twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics. Here at Geeky Antics Network, in collaboration with allgames.com, we can't possibly plug the full podcast lineup, so check out geekyantics.net forward slash scheduling. Or forward slash schedule, sorry. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Basically, the whole weekend is our big, our big days for podcasting and streaming, but for now. So we're always looking forward to filling up the whole week with, with other stuff. So if you guys are looking forward to it, we are looking for podcast hosts, writers, broadcast streamers. So let us connect and brainstorm together, guys. If you want to be a part of that, contact Yogi Zilla. He is back now, guys, so he should be taking care of a lot of the, if you guys want to be on the stream team, you know, stuff like that. Make sure you guys contact him. Yogizilla at, at geekyantics.net. Other than that, guys, um, TC Dra TCS Dragon, where can people find you at, sir? TCS Dragon. Um, I, said, I don't, whatever. <laughs> hey, I said that hey. shit to Maven. He was like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Hey, look, we've been uh, around for 10 years now. Can't be just screwing up a name like that. Well, yeah, and if things work out, it'll be the, you know, TSC. CSGO team. <laughs> so, too, so, but uh, but anyway, where can we find you at, man? Um, oh, that's awesome, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what happened? Did he? It sounded like he cut off completely, bro. <laughs> you want me? You, you need to find Dragon. Just say, Obi, where's Dragon? He's on Teamspeak. So if he's not here, he's on his Teamspeak, which I have that too. So we'll get him up. Mr. So I 40. type in mm, and Google, and I'll find you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's kind of like looking for Chuck Norris on uh, Google. <laughs> all right, all right. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> the last person I googled Chuck Norris was also the last person I googled TSC Blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Forty, what about yes, you, sir? Do you have any social media that you can uh, they can tweet you at or? Anything like that? Uh, no. Not offhand. <laughs> not offhand. Guys, if you want to talk to him, too, just talk to me. <laughs> um, you guys can find me at, uh, at Obi1X2 everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, um, um, uh, a Facebook fan, the Obi1X2 fans on Facebook. Um, and, uh, of course, the stream. Uh, we're, we're doing some good things, and we're going to be starting some stuff. Uh, here pretty soon, of course, the CSGO team, all that good jazz, you guys can find us. Uh, team Demones Gaming. TDG. You guys can see behind me. There's my, there's our logo. You guys can check that out. Yogi, what about you, man? Uh, I'm Yogizilla everywhere. Just Google me. I'm on Yogizilla on Twitter, Xbox Live, all that good stuff. Steam. Um, and actually, what I wanted to say real quick, uh, for the upcoming Retro Fridays for the foreseeable future, we're continuing the NES Alphabet Soup. Um, and I was wondering if people would like to see Rare Replay streamed from my uh, personal channel, uh, Yogizilla. So Re Retro Friday is usually on Geeky Antics channel. We have some other streamers that do it too. So I'm going to be alternating between Re Rare Replay and the NES games uh, and playing the NES games alphabetical in alphabetical order. So let me know what you guys would like to see more of, the Rare Replay stuff or the NES stuff. Uh, but we're going to definitely keep the NES series going. But uh, I would like some feedback on that. But yeah, hit me up. 
If you guys are listening to us on allgames.com, the Dead Pixel Picks, the Dead Pixel Live Power Ranking Show is up next, followed by the B Team Podcast at 9 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to hang out in the chat room by clicking the live or chat button. We'll see you guys there. That's it from Horseplay Live. This will be one x two. Yogi Zilla, our guest Ivy Loud, Mister Forty, and TSC. I almost said it again. TSC Black Dragon. We'll see you guys next week. B team. Peace. What the? Woo! Play the damn music.